1: This is also the first episode that I've recorded in some time. It's uh, March 7th, and I believe the last episode was August 10th. You're gonna hear excuses, you're gonna hear apologies, but you're also gonna hear me be very thankful because today um, I got an email from the service I use to record this podcast, personal blog. And it showed me how many people were tuning in um, over the last couple months. And I'm blown away by that. And I'm truly thankful for that. So I thought I need to get back on here, hold myself accountable and um, become who I once was. It's time to uh, get back to me.
0: my life into pieces this is my last resort suffocation no breathing don't give a fuck if i cut my arm
1: So again, let me just start off by saying thank you. Thank you for checking out this podcast personal blog and um, listening to my story and giving me a chance to um, be part of the running community, uh, which again, as I said, blows me away how many people have tuned into this. So... I could start from the beginning, but instead of doing that and rehashing everything about my running history, either you've already checked it out through the other episodes and heard all the old stories, so I'm not going to do that, so don't turn this off. <laughs> um, and I've also made excuses on why not only I've, over the last year, um came up short in running goals and also have come up short with this personal blog podcast. So I'll start from the beginning of that because I've never told this part of my personal uh, story on this platform. So in 2018, the summer of 2018... Um I lost a job that I had due to a corporate buyout and uh I lost that job 2 weeks before my son was being born. My daughter at the time was 4. Um so now she's 6 and he's 2. Um she's about to be 7 in April and he'll be uh he'll be 3 in July. So um that happened there was um, I was blessed to uh, the package deal I got from there and um, was able to take some time, really figure out what I wanted to do, where I wanted to work next, and spend time with my newborn son. Um, a lot of parents don't have that opportunity, so I looked at a negative and made it a positive as best as I could. And I'm really painting that picture more positive than it, is, than it was at the time because it's it's hard to kind of... Really explain everything to you and everything I was thinking at the time because I'm so far removed from it with everything else that's recently happened in the world over these last, you know, year. So flash forward, you know, new job, new company, um, smaller company, not as corporate. And um, really liked it there, really enjoyed it there. And about a year into that, COVID happens. Um, From the beginning of COVID hitting March of last year to June, I was furloughed like most people, um, got to spend that time with my family, you know, very nervous, uh, what was going on in the world. It was very hard for my family because, uh, my father's battling sclerodoma and also, um, cancer on top of his sclerodoma, prostate cancer. And so, um, he also, um, he had a, back in uh, 2011, had his whole order replaced in his heart. So all of those things kind of fight themselves in his body. Now, my father does not make excuses for any of that. Um, stays in great shape, eats very healthy, and really takes care of himself. Sorry, I just cracked my knuckles if you heard that pop. Uh, but um, so when COVID hit, my family, we all kind of stayed really, really, really locked down because of the whole... Wanting to be around my parents still and want them to be in our bubble. You know, we have to be very careful that we don't um, get this virus. And we've been very lucky that nobody close to us in our bubble has gotten it. So I could use that as an excuse that I fell off the running wagon. Uh, me and my wife, right before quarantine hit, my wife bought a Peloton, so I jumped on the Peloton. I'm not sure if I talked about this in previous episodes or not. I like the Peloton. I don't mind it. Um, it's not going outside running or it's not going outside riding. Um, cause I also enjoy, you know, the road bike. I also enjoy, you know, mountain bike. I have a BMX. I enjoy, you know, I grew up riding bikes, so I, I enjoy riding bikes as a workout, um, Nothing compares to me to running. Um, I was a wrestler growing up. I've talked about that on here. Um, I was a professional wrestler for 10 years. So running was always part of my life. But when I retired from professional wrestling, running became everything to me. Outside of my family, obviously. But like as a personal thing, as a personal goal. So what that has to do with me losing my jobs and quarantine all that stuff. So whence. The quarantine was going on and as everything was happening and unfolding, um, I went back to work in June for the company at the time I was working for. So what happened was then I probably put on from March and I was running really good up until um COVID hit like we me and my buddy Steve, uh, who's been on here. Um, my brother-in-law, we we were had all these different races planned out, and I think in previous episodes we talked about it. Um, Atlantic City was having its first um, nighttime five k, and then the following night, nighttime half. Like we had all these really good plans for a bunch of different races, and then trail races for the summer. And obviously, like everyone, that all got canceled. But the the point of rehashing all this and bringing this all back up is, I allowed. This virus, and I I think me and my wife were just talking about this earlier tonight. There's two types of people. Some people use this as an excuse to kick back, catch up on TV, have some snacks, and hang out with the family and keep yourself safe in that sense. And other people who maybe never had the time to work out really got into really great shape. We were the ones that kind of slacked. (laughs) At certain points, we really kicked it into high gear. Um so going in going back to work in June, um I was back at work from the beginning of June until the first week of July before we got furloughed again because business was hurting. Um I lost, I want to say, the fifteen pounds that I put on. And it was easy because when I'm up every morning at 4:30, out the door by five thirty My breakfast is controlled. My lunch is controlled. There's no grazing between meals. There's none of that. Uh, My come home after work, go for a run. You know, this was, you know, June. You know, I could thank God, and I'll get into this in a minute, about where I'm at now with my workouts. My father, who I love being around and who motivates the hell out of me, has literally a full gym in his basement. We've always had that my whole life. Um, But it's more geared towards like, I would say powerlifting than it is, you know, what a runner would use. But in this world where we are now and everyone's sharing stuff on Instagram and YouTube and everything and platforms like this, you're kind of learning to use powerlifting tools into running or biking or whatever it is that your, your sport is. You know, you're just obviously doing it with less weights and higher reps and I'll get into that in a second, but I was really blessed to have his gym and to go there Uh, because I've not been into an actual gym. And I'm sorry if you're a gym owner and you're listening to this, I would love more than anything. My wife owns her own business. I would love to support any local businesses and local gym owners and all that stuff. And I want nothing but the best for you guys. But with, like I said, with my father's condition, I'd rather have my father in my life right now. Than going to a gym. And chancing getting something. And giving it to him. And with having two young kids. My parents want to be in their lives. And not just do drive-bys in the cars or Zooms. So. We got to keep our bubbles safe. Is basically what I'm saying. Now. I sat there when. The owner of my last job. And my boss came to me. And told us that they were refer. refer Referlowing us. And. When they left my office, I sat there and I said, you are not putting the weight back on. At the time, they thought we would be back at work um, September, October at the, at the latest. Um, I'll get to that did not happen. Um, so in this whole time, me and my wife, with all the money we saved up for all the years we've been together to have our dream house built, we were having that done. So to call her, call the bank, and be like, hey, one of us is back out of work again, was stressful. It worked out great, um, not to flash forward, but the house got built. I'm in the basement currently right now. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It's everything I've ever dreamed of having. Very blessed. But... um, I literally sat there in my office that day and I said, you are not putting the weight back on. You're going to keep your weight down to where you are. So I'm about 5'8". So I know 190 pounds sounds heavy when you visualize somebody who's 5'8", but not who has the built that I have, 190 pounds. Or if I'm going into like a marathon or a half, even like a half marathon or even a even a 5K where, you know, I'm competing to definitely win my age, if not try to win the whole race, I want to be around 185. That's, that's, that's really good shape. Um, if I get lower to 185, like I don't feel strong. I feel weak. I feel, you know, I have a, a bigger built for somebody my height. Anyway, so, um, stay on track, Matt. Come on, you can do this. Um, so, um, I blew it. Um, I ran, I worked out. But I drank some beer, ordered some pizzas, had some hoagies from Wawa, and uh, my weight went back up. And then, it, you know, when I say went back up, you know, maybe from one ninety 190 to one ninety five, like five pounds, nothing major. And when I say beers, you know, like a couple beers here, a couple beers there, nothing, you know, no problem for me. Thank God. Um. So then Thanksgiving hit. And that's when it got a little hairy. So the week of Thanksgiving, I get a phone call. They're not bringing us back, and they let pretty much everyone go, but a core people to keep the business running. And they knew because of my wife that I was in a good, a good position, and we weren't going to be out on the streets. And you know, I was one of the safe ones to let go. Totally understand it. The company was amazing. The people were amazing, 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 amazing. But at that point. Working out, eating healthy, I mean, scratch that. Eating healthy is never my problem. Eating pizza or a hoagie one day out of the week, I don't even think is bad for you. Um eating's not my problem. It's soda, it's beer, it's coffee, it's it's anything that is an upper or a downer. Um I just always have to be drinking something. I always have to, you know, snacking uh, and not even bad snacks. It's like, like a protein bar or like it, the, the problem I have is like my, my wife will make extremely healthy food for us, which we love eating. Um, I haven't had red meat or pork and oh my God, 10, it'll be 10 years this April. Um, I eat very healthy, but it's the amounts I eat it's like the portion control is gone because like I'm not at work where everything's in plastic meal prep containers and it's, you know, the pasta's good. So I'm going to, I'm going to eat it all. Like I'm still running 10 miles a day. I'm still eating the amount of pasta I would if I was, I think that's my problem is my portion control. Excuse me. Is my portion control where it's like, I'm still eating the amounts of food that I'd be eating. Um, if I was running, you know, whether it was my three-mile nights for speed, uh, my nights at the track where I would run, you know, 400s to 200s, and then um, my nights where I would run. I had a nine-mile loop, um, and I had a six-mile loop, and then I had this really, really good four-mile loop that I, that I loved at my old house. And I haven't really figured out the new loops around my new house yet. So it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, there was a lot going on, my daughter in first grade, in and out of Zoom school, in and out of going to school and all that, losing my job, um, a new house being built, having the holidays, all that stuff. So a couple of weeks ago, I get the new snow plow, I'm sorry, snow blower, and uh, I'm getting it out of the box. And I cut myself with a box cutter, pretty good on the wrist. I go to um, Urgent Care to stitch me up. So keep in mind, I'm five foot eight. Now I carry weight differently, and I have been working out, and I have been doing the Peloton, or maybe not as much as the Peloton. From this night, from this night when I cut myself and I got weighed at Urgent Care, the Pelotonist, I've stepped it up a little bit. We'll say before that, I was mainly just doing circuit workouts at my father's gym and then going out for like, you know, maybe a five mile run at most at a very, you know, slow pace, eight to nine minute, just cruising around, just relaxing, trying not to fall on the ice, just chilling, you know, just a nice casual, not really pushing the pace we'll say, um, no pun intended. So, um. I weighed myself there. Let's just get to it. I was 218. So let's go back to June. In June, I was 190 pounds. And even then, I still wanted to get another five off. Because I would usually walk around 187, and then days of the rate, you know, you wake up that morning. Races are usually in the morning. Guys, unlike women, we don't retain water, so like you, you'll wake up two pounds less than what you did when you went to bed. So I'd wake up 185, try to get some water in me, kind of just put a little bit of water in me because you know you're going to lose that water when you're running, and you know that whole spiel. Um, that might be a little bit wrestling talk. Sorry, because um, I do weigh myself. Uh, Especially when it's really, really, really hot out. Um, I'll weigh myself before I go out and run, and then I'll weigh myself after I run to see the water that I lost because I know it's just water weight, and then I'll try to get the water back in me. That was like a wrestling thing. And that actually kind of helps you kind of burn weight anyway. It kind of helps you with your water intake and your water weight, and you're just not just throwing water in your body, you're not overhydrating yourself and all that stuff. I'm not, I, I, I understand it more than I can explain it. Sorry, I apologize. Um, so yeah, 218. Sorry, 218. I was like, oh God. So that was two weeks ago. So now I'm already down to 211. Now I have not upped my cardio hardly at all other than, you know, a half hour a day on the Peloton. And I bookend my week with Mondays and Fridays in the weight room, which is my father's gym, as I've said. And what I do there is, I do a circuit cardio workout. And I did this years ago, uh, to go from a heavy power lifters built, which I was about two twenty-five. I was on that steroids and um I was young, I was like twenty-two, and I was in that powerlifting world and I was getting into professional wrestling and I needed to cut down. And this was one this was kind of the workouts that I did to get my weight cut down to look better. Back then, so I was like, okay, this is what I know what to do here, and in two weeks to lose, you know, to go from two eighteen to two eleven, that eight pounds, and not to be hungry, to feel better, and to actually feel more full, and still enjoy pizza once a week, you know. Now this has only been two weeks, so I had pizza the the first Saturday in, and then last night. So this is Sunday tonight. So last night. And um and I had a couple beers that Saturday night and I had a couple beers, um last night, so I'm not, um. You know I'm I'm not getting the fancy coffee with all the sugars on it and all that stuff. I'm getting just you know the cold brew now from Starbucks <laughs> or I, we actually bought it. We actually bought one from the uh, store that was uh, good. So you know it's just cutting the small things out. Um, I love soda. I'll just say Coke Zero is my shit. Um, Licorice and Coke Zero, Twizzlers and Coke Zero make me so happy. So I cut back on all of that. Um, small things. Getting back to meal prepping and doing stuff like that, it, it's it's fun and it makes me feel better. Um, so I'm doing really good with it. I'm proud of myself. I know once the cardio kind of kicks in, it's going to be great. Um, there's a lot of injuries I have that it's hard to go out and run in the cold. I'm not saying I'm worse than anybody else. I'm not saying I'm better than anybody else. I'm just telling you, I know my body. Um, I've been a form of an athlete my entire life. I'm 40 years old and be 41 in April. I know by April I'll be 190 pounds and everyone's like, that's not possible. I'll be... let me requote that. Okay. So, um, By the end of this next week coming, so I start my new job next Monday on the 15th, I will be 207 when I start that job. By my birthday, the rest of March, rest of April, I'll be 197. By July 4th, I'll be 190 pounds. That's what I meant to say. So let me clear that up. I jumped way ahead there. I will be... 207 on the 15th, next Monday. And people are like, how do you know that? Because I know my body. I will post the picture on my Instagram. I'll be 207. So within three weeks, I will go from uh, 218 to 207. And then from March 15th until April 21st, my birthday, I will be 197. 197. And then from my birthday to July 4th, I will be 190 pounds, if not 185 pounds. As the weather clears up, my miles will go up. That's the way I am. Um, I've had too many spills and falls, and I'm not running to impress anybody. I'm not running to self-promote myself. I'm really running because any more... it's a, um, it's a real, um, I hate, when I, I keep saying, um I'm, I apologize. It, it's a real mental health thing for me. And it always has been. There's times when I'm running and I feel so good, you know, that quote unquote runner's high it kicks in. And I've always been like this with everything that I've done. Um, going back to like football when I was a kid, wrestling when I was a kid, baseball when I was a kid. Um, I caught in baseball. So I, I started doing this when I was like a little kid. I would touch the baseball field, I would, I would touch the ground you know, you're squatting down anyway, so it didn't seem that weird, but I would touch the ground I'd grab the sand kind of like uh, how you see in Gladiator, like when he'd bend down and he grabbed the dirt and put it in his hands, so it's similar to that, but wh- why I did it was sometimes, even from such an early age, I always felt so blessed to have the opportunities that other people didn't get to have because maybe they weren't able to, maybe they didn't. I just looked at it like the big the big. Uh, picture was I saw other kids on other teams that I was on that wanted the position that I had and for whatever reason they didn't have it and I felt grateful that I did. Um, sometimes it's it's just politics. Sometimes it's just the coach likes you better than the other kids. Sometimes it's because that kid is just not a good athlete at all, or that kid's such a good athlete. They need them somewhere else and they're not getting to do what they want to do because they're at such a high level and you just plug in to, it just so happened to be the the spot you want it, whether it was the position, the weight class or whatever, um, in football as a kid. I mean, I literally played everything from running back to quarterback to receiver to offensive line one year, which is crazy, and then defensive line, linebacker, defensive back. Like I, I literally got to do it all at different ages and as a kid. I mean, to to have those experiences is really cool wrestling. I went on win streaks where it was like I looked so goddamn good. You would think you know, I, I was amazing to losing streaks where you're like, what? How is that the same guy? It <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Baseball, you know, I hit home runs and I was not a home run hitter. I, I should have been batting one, two, or after six in the lineup. You know, I caught, I pitched, I threw no hitters. I used to steal bases and pick guys off at bases. I was never the best, I was always the hardest worker. And, The years or the the seasons where I didn't do good, I knew why. It was my fault. It was I didn't work hard enough. And it was I slacked off. It was either personal stuff. It was learning curves. It was just, you know, I was always very honest with myself and go, well, okay, this year was a wash because you didn't try hard enough. So that carried that on as into my adulthood. And, um... When I got into pro wrestling, I I never, you know, there's a lot of politics in that because it's the show business aspect to it as well. So there is definitely, um, you know, who you know and that whole thing. But it's also, I wasn't willing to play the game. You know, I went too far over the edge of, I'm not letting somebody dictate how I'm going to go out here and act. It's already hard enough to do it in front of a live crowd that's hostile and I'm in, you know, tights and oil and they got people going, blah, 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 man. and like, you know, you tell me what to say and tell me what to do. Like, And it's like, this is my art. And I've always looked at, I'm not an athlete. And I know people, well, this may turn you off. You might want to turn this podcast off. And be like, this guy's so corny. I don't want to listen to this. But it's really the truth and it's really how I feel. I don't even know if I look at myself ever as an athlete. I think I look at myself as more of an artist as I want, I don't want to be the guy where you're just like, wow, that guy's the best. I want to be like, wow, that guy's entertaining. Like he made this entertaining to come here and watch this game, event, match, whatever it is, race. To Even to today, you know, I grew up, Deion Sanders was my idol. Like, you know, I would look at Deion, you know, how he would lay all his stuff out, you know, and look at all of it. You know, it's, it's that poetry emotion. It's that, it's that, you know, look good, feel good, play good. And I always believe that. And that's where I'm at right now where it's like, you know, I don't think I'm the only person because I've been out of work since July. I don't think I've, I don't, I just recently put on like real pants since July, like jeans or something. Like, um, but all my sweatsuits that I would wear, my workout clothes look so nice. You know, I, I kind of get away with it. Um. But I'm like that though, where every you know I lay everything. I'm so um, self-absorbed and I'm so fanatical, like where in real life outside of competing, I don't ever want to stand out. Um, I don't want people to look at me and uh, be envious of me or look at me like, oh, look at this asshole. So I'm always very concerned with how I look or how clean I am or anything like that because of the quite opposite. I don't want to stand out. I want to just kind of fade. And I just... I don't want... I'm insecure, obviously, by listening to this. You can tell that. But because I do things in my life that are so the complete opposite of that, professional wrestling. Um, I did one night uh, in uh, June of 2019, I did a stand-up comedy show... In front of nobody When I got there And there was only The other comedians there And when you get Your first five minutes That's who you perform In front of And I was So pissed When I got there That it wasn't A packed house And it, the bar was—you know, The club Whatever you want to call it Wasn't jam packed And my buddy That got me to go And do it I was so mad at him Because I drove an hour And I get there And I, I took Two friends with me And um, Hit me up If you want to see the video I can send it to you It's on YouTube And and send you the link um you know, I was supposed to do five. they let me do fifteen. I did really well um I am a show off, and I obviously not but I feel like I was important enough to do a personal block. nothing how I feel is how I act or how I feel isn't how I act if that makes any sense like I'm always battling this demon inside of me of this. Um, self, self-absorbed self person with my own bullshit and it's like it's hard and it's um, I know it's like the woe is me shit and it's like when you just name all these things and you just bought this beautiful house and you have a beautiful wife and kids and you know money's not an issue and there's people who have real problems right now in this world I can't control the shit in my head or my heart that bothers me Um, the materialistic stuff makes you feel good in the moment, but it doesn't last. It doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't, you know, help you sleep any better and sleep. I don't sleep. Uh, that's the one thing where I'm looking so forward to going back to work, um, is because I need to be on a schedule. A guy who grew up where, you know, I'm tattoos all over my body and they're not the, Instagram, look at me, I have perfect tattoo, no, nope. pick it, stick it, like, little, you know, punk kid with just shit stuck all over his body, um, and it's because I I, I have body, I'm going to try to say this, I have a speech wrong, sorry, body, smi- body mis- I can't say it, body mismorphia, I think it's how you say it, where you always think you're you don't look good. You always think like even right now at the heaviest I've been like my wife is like, Yeah, like you put on weight but you don't look heavy, like you don't you're not the F word. Um, you know, I still have my little V lines and you know, my stomach is still hard and everything. You know, I could just be a little bit more tighter and a little bit more um down a pant size uh would be nice. And um it's just I don't know. This is a running podcast And I'm not really talking about running But I am because here's the thing Running is what You know this time of year It always is like okay Holidays are done The winter's coming to a close Let's go And I know real runners run in the winter And they run in the snow Yeah, I'm 41 And when I walk around this house We have a joke It's snap, crackle, pop You can go on my Instagram There's There's videos of it my ankles, knees, neck, and back are like... I mean, it's, I don't know if you can hear it now, but it, it's, it's fucking brutal. And, um, I don't feel as bad as I sound though. Like, just like when I talk about my emotions, everyone's like, oh man, are you like really fucked up? I'm like, no, actually I'm not. Cause I talk about it and I get it out. Uh, it probably affects my wife <laughs> more than it affects me. She's God bless her. Um. She's probably more you know bothered by the the crazy shit in my head than I am, and as far as my body the way it sounds like I feel as soon as I start going, like everything starts clicking, and I feel better and um yeah, so it's that time of year again, and it's like time to get back out there and it's 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 exciting um this is my goal though, so in the past, I never. Up until 2018, these last two years have ever, or last three years now, almost, I don't know, it's, it's all a blur. I'm sure you guys can relate to that. It, it's been kind of crazy, you know, with the job thing, having my son, and then getting it all back, and getting back to normal. And then COVID hits, and now we're getting through that. and We're almost, you can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel with that. And now it's like, okay, let's go. When I started running, I was 31. And from 31 until 38 years old, eight years in there, I was on point. My weight never shifted. I was getting better as a runner. I was getting stronger as a runner. I was getting faster as a runner. I was more nervous for 5Ks than I was 10Ks, uh, 15Ks, halves, and full marathons because I had opportunities to win the five K's and the ten Ks actually because um and the fifteen K's were like a trail run, so I was not experiencing that, which that'd be for like another podcast, but um but I do like them and I do enjoy that, but it's not as cool t- just to me it's not, not to anybody else. Just to me, it's 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 not as um competitive. It's 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 more laid back. It's a great time and it's fun and it's awesome. Um, and I want to do an ultra and that's more laid out for trail range. So I'll do talk about that another episode, probably towards the summer, but I missed the competitiveness and that's the problem I'm having right now. I don't know when races are going to open back up and I don't know when it's going to be safe again with my father and his health. And I'm not using that as any excuse of so dad, if you're listening, I'm not using you as an excuse. Um, but I'm just saying it's like. Where you just feel comfortable again to do stuff like that and uh, not be worried. that. Uh, not, I'm not worried about myself. I'm worried about everyone else around me that I care about. And I know that sounds like you're using a cop out. I got you. I'm not. If you knew me, you would understand I'm not. Anyway, um, but I'm very, you know, motivated. Uh, the few nights I have gone out and run, I feel good. The weather around here, I'm about an hour outside of Philly, is starting to get better. And, um, you know, I'm on a, I am live in the woods, you know, a lot of back roads is a really good the if anybody's local, and you're listening to this, the Perky Trail is literally a mile down the road from my house. And that's, you know, you can do a 15 mile run either which way on that. So and um, as far as trail running goes, there's so many trails right off of that, that I can hop on for that stuff. So I'm in the right position, I'm in the right spot in my life. I'm um, going back to work, I got everything taken care of, now it's getting that personal time, you know, even if it's just an hour a day, these workouts I'm doing bookends the week will work, and just the rest of the time, fill in with the running, the miles, you know, I want to get back to, you know, at least 30 to 40 miles a week, um, at least that, and then see um, it goes from there, and then just get everything going again, and then feeling good again, and yeah, so um, I'm excited to kind of get back to where I once was. So, like I said, I started running when I was 31. I'm turning 41, so it's almost like this is ne- this is make your 40s what your 30s were because my 30s were so great because of running. I felt, be- you know, I looked good, I felt good, and I played good in every aspect in life. I was a better husband, I was a better father, um, I was better at my job, I was a I was a better, you know, family member and a better friend to everybody, because running had me so sharp mentally, and so just, you know, relaxed, as just stress in my body, um, I've talked about this before, like, I've had shingles three times in my life, and the last time I had shingles, was in 2016, uh, the Friday before I left for Atlantic City to run uh, a 10K on Saturday and the marathon on Sunday. So I ran those with shingles, talked about a million times on here, but the reason I bring it up is because I'm not somebody that, you know, when the tough times come, I just fucking break and I just crumble. No, 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 quite the opposite. It's just right now, too much real shit creeped into my life losing my job, having young kids, having a wife who's running a business with a really good partner. And it's like trying and, you know, having a house built and having a, you know, the virus in the world and, you know, just tons of things seemed more important these last couple months to get right than going for, taking that time for myself. And I'm not saying anybody that over this quarantine, um over this last year, whatever you want to call it, who focused on fitness, you guys did it right. So I'm not knocking you guys at all. You guys did the right thing. You took care of yourself. So you guys were healthy. There was moments I had where I went really, really strong. And, you know, it was just... The, I felt guilty when I was out running this past summer and, you know, it felt like, you know, there was no answers with my job. There was no answers with what was going on with this house. And it was, that was a whole other story I will not bore you guys with. And it was just, I, I felt like taking time away from my family was selfish. I don't need To prove myself to anybody else in life with everything I've done, I don't, I no longer have to try to live a life at 41 years old where I'm trying to keep up with the, you know, the social media handbook of what the cool workout is or the cool post or this. Everything now to me is just fun. If I post something, I'm just having fun. If I go to work out, I'm just having fun. If I go to compete, I'm coming to fucking compete. Don't get me wrong. But I'm also going to have fun when I do it. I said this once to somebody, April, if you're checking this out and you're listening, I said it to you cuz you you got on my nerves and you started arguing with me the day of a race. And I said, "Hey, and excuse my language, but I said, you know, this is this is my zen. This is this is this this is the place where I don't like to be fucked with. And if you keep pulling this dog's tail, you're going to get bit." And Ver, we got into a bad fight. We have another podcast called The Healing, and it's a whole other thing. But um, she's one of my favorite people in this world. But I had to really adjust to um, a lot in life as far as my personality goes. And if you guys are listening to this, you're like, yeah, you got a little bit of personality on you, good and bad. Um, and hopefully it's more good than bad because you guys are tuning in and listening. The next episode I do is going to be this Friday. And I'm going to talk about running. And I'm going to talk about all the running I did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And I'm actually going to have running to talk about. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for that. And um, it's going to be a good week. And we're we're going to hit it. And we're going to stick it. And we're going to stay with it. So the lesson for today... Is what Deion Sanders taught us. Uh well what is that again? It's 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 uh look good, feel good, play good. So we gotta I gotta get myself back to where I can look at myself and go, hey man, uh you're looking your best. That's good. Now you can feel your best and now you can play your best. And when I say play, again, that's everything. I want to I wanna be a better runner, of course. But the more important things, I want to be a better husband. I want to be a better father. I want to be a better worker at my new job. And it's, it's not that I'm bad at it now, but I want to be better. I always want to be better. So here we go. Let's do it. And uh, we'll re-meet up again, hopefully on Friday. Have a good week. Hit me up in the DMs, pace, uh, running podcast on Instagram, and let me know what you're thinking, and um, we can talk about it. So, um, enjoy, and let's kick this week's ass.
0: Says this is my last resort. Suffocation, no breathing. Don't give a fuck if I.